did you do while you were waiting? Hopefully you didn't just fuck around and waste your life. Ooh-wee. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. These local Girl Scouts are trap stars, by the way. They sit outside breweries and dispensaries. Those are the two places they go. They have beer munchies or munchy munchies, and they'll sell to you. Are you like, I hope I dosy don't roll those over? (laughs) I bet you wish you had some mo. That was a stretch, but we'll take it. That was kind of like my hashtag, like, I need Samoa. Welcome, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. This is the official podcast, the Craftology Radio Network, a collection of craft beer and gig news tied together loosely here on Craft Beer's Gig News. We talk about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeking nuggets of pop culture. Who can talk about these topics beside myself? Hi, Donnie here again. Mr. Lelsman, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? Uh, doing well, thank you. And Mr. Raga? I'm here. Stop touching your microphone. You know all that's going to come through. Yours. Okay. Oh boy. Yeah, you don't need mine. You can hear me. Oh. Oh. <laughs> he just well, explained I'm here. that. I'm here. We are joined. We are joined with special guests this evening. Chet, how are you? Oh, great. I'm just happy to be here, guys. <laughs> Good. <laughs> and of course, me and Chet are operating out of the uh, the office here together on uh, well, socially distancing, of course. But um, if if you no, stay close. Not a scooch. But anyways, it's good to have Chet here, all the way to Chicago. He's been on the podcast many, many times. He's a good friend of the show, long time, first time. No, not first time, long time friend of the show. He's been on, he was actually on Florida Craft Beer Day two years ago when we actually did the live call-in show, if you remember. Chet was on there. I think that might have been one of the first times that he was on there. But um, yeah, long time. uh, Long time, third time. (laughs) Long time, third time. (laughs) That's right. Something like that'll work. Anyways, uh, boys. We always start off with our favorite segment here in our most famous segment, What Are We Drinking? What Are We Going to Drink? Who has something interesting? Mm. Lost man, new haircut? Uh, I mean, I do have a new haircut, but I'm not drinking it currently. I'm just just wearing it. I'll go. I can go. I'll go. Go for it. Lead us off. Uh, I have just a a crowd favorite. It's a crowd of me and just me. I like it. I think you guys like it too. I got the Voodoo Ranger. Just the basic model. Can never go wrong with it. I always enjoy it. It's always like a good it. one. Yeah, I like the weird ones. I like the normal one. I like them all. It's great. Mm. It does sound good. So what do you like most about it besides like the fact that it's just a standard that we get? Uh, that it's always at Target. <laughs> but no, I, um, I really do actually <laughs> like it. Uh, for an IPA with a little bit more booze to it, uh, it's good time in a... You know, it, good time in a bottle, but Turn the uh, light off. I also just like how smooth it is. Like, it's not really abrasive, and it doesn't doesn't really wear me down at all. Like, I could probably drink a bunch of these, which would be dangerous, but uh, but yeah, I could probably have like three or four in a night, and really just not have any sort of like uh, scratchiness in my throat or anything. So, Voodoo Ranger though is typically pretty high alcohol. No, seven percent, yes sir. So. I wouldn't drink three or four of them. I mean, that'd be a crazy time, but <laughs> but no, I mean, it's it's just so smooth that I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can have a couple of those. Yeah. It's good. I do like them. They're not as bitter as like most high ABV, you know, like IPAs, but they're they're still very drinkable. And the Voodoo, the whole line of Voodoo is just something that I really appreciate from New Belgian, so. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. Yep. I'm with you. That was me. All right. All right. All right. Quick and easy. Ryan, what'd <laughs> you got? It. Well, let me crack that bad boy open. I shared this uh, little plug here for the Fantasy Brews podcast, which uh, is an amazing side show. If you guys want to check it out, we're doing all (laughs) things football. But I have the Sierra Nevada Big Little Thing IPA. It does. I know why. I know why. Because it was Bogo at Publix. And it was Bogo at Publix. (laughs) That too. Yeah, we have the exact same thing in the fridge. 
<laughs> so I love it. Nine percent. You can't really beat it. I know everybody out there can't see the can, but I do still love the Sierra Nevada stays true to like their, you know, imagery. And there it is. It's in the can right there. Um, I do really enjoy this this beer, this IPA here. Um, and of course, our unofficial sponsor. So what better Sierra Nevada them? Sierra Nevada. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you gotta Absolutely. love it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have a hard time anytime anybody asks me to drink anything else than Sierra Nevada. I just think it's a good beer. Just a good beer overall. They make it's a good flagship brand. They make good beer. I don't think I've ever had a bad beer from, from Sierra Nevada. Nevada. I really yeah. don't. Yep. I've had if too I many have, torpedoes. I've forgotten it. <laughs> I've, I've had too many. <laughs> so you've had a bad night. But not a bad beer. I didn't, I wouldn't even say it's a bad night. I say it's too many beers. Everybody's got that limit. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah. You get sunk by a torpedo yeah. or two. That, that'll definitely do it. Yeah, that'll seven do and it. a half percent. Yeah. So. Wow. Well, we brought something really special, and that's good. I'm glad that you're supporting our unofficial sponsor, Ryan. I'm sorry that they're not our official sponsor yet, but one day, one they, day. Will be. One day they will be. <laughs> Hopefully, so will this. Because goddamn, left hand peanut butter milk stout. Have you had this recently? Looks like a Reese's Pieces peanut butter cup. Oh, my God. And that's what it yeah. tastes like, too. Really? Good gravy. It's good. So it's 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 funny because me and Chet, we went to um to Whole Foods to just get some seafood and some dinner for the, the week. And then uh, we just cruised through. And I'm like, they had this on sale. It's a $13 six-pack, which is absolutely crazy. Insane. But... But having it, um, it was ten bucks. It was like ten bucks even for the six pack, which is great. And it's really intense. It's in like an intense flavor. It's really drinkable. Like it's not like smoky. It's not uh, too overpowering. It's not too heavy. But it's a six point two percent, and it's got this just like lovely aroma of of peanut butter and chocolate. Exactly like you said, Ryan. Like literally like a Reese's Pieces is what it smells and tastes like. And it drinks light. Compared to what really? the flavor is, but that was my take on it. Like, what do you think of this, Chet? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's heavy on the peanut butter, which is a little unusual. But um, yeah, I mean, just a good all around beer. And it's a it's a pure like milk. It's a milk chocolate. Like it's not. There's no dark chocolate. There's no bitterness. It's just like pure sweetness. Um, it's almost like like cocoa, like um, like a hot cocoa, like you know you've had hot cocoa before. It tastes like that, like milk chocolate hot cocoa mixed with a little bit of um, peanut butter. You can't even taste that there's alcohol in this. It's incredible, but like that's what it tastes like. It tastes like milk chocolate cocoa with a little bit of peanut butter in there, and the hot cocoa scent. Yeah, it sounds it like just... I'll be making a trip to Whole Foods soon. Bring right your whole paycheck. House. It's expensive. <laughs> it's so it's so good though like it really is the like stimulus to... checks are coming yeah <laughs> you can use your stimmy on these yeah burn your stimmy on that yeah but no that's it's good it's really um really a good milk stout it's 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 a treat for sure so if anybody's very out there nice. left hand brewing peanut butter milk stout very very good it's a Reese's peanut butter cup in a glass just I was gonna say I, I love the can too like the the just little Reese's pieces peanut butter cups just yeah, floating it, around you know it's they're delicious, like man. We and have that's no exactly shame. We're tastes. putting that on the can. We're doing <laughs> it right now. That's what it tastes and smells like. It's so mm. good. They usually so. have that one at my 7-Eleven, just FYI. And mm. I will say, I just had one similar to what that sounds like. Maybe not as intense from Ology. I was up at Brew before I got here. So, you know, uh, but it, not to divert from uh, from that beer that you guys are drinking. But if, if, if it's anything like what I just had, probably even better. Holy hell. I can't imagine what you guys are going to be doing later after this podcast. <laughs> Not that much. It's, it's, it's you know, still a weeknight, but... but <laughs> Tomorrow's hump day. It. It's okay. That's true. We're halfway through. We'll be back to Whole Foods in just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That, that should be where we, like, insert one of those, like, <laughs> like uh, timer clips, you know, some like, like elevator between music segments. Yeah, some elevator music. Ride. Back to the studio. <laughs> or, an, or an intermission, which we can get into a little bit later as we uh, yeah. talk about the Snyder Cut, because goddamn, that's going to get nuts. But, um, all right. So, so here's the thing, boys. Like, if you notice in the notes this week, we had a lot of, like, a lot of notes, a little bit of beer stuff, but still some significant things, and then a lot of geek news. 
Also, remember Joe has not been doing his This Week in Geek quite as often as, as we had because Joe's been going through some stuff. He's moving around. And we, he's been joining the show on and off. And he's actually going to do a double episode next week and then a triple episode followed by that. And then he'll be back to regular scheduling programming. So it's, it's, it's a lot of geek news that's missing. So I thought this week because it's not exactly in between like the first of the year, Florida Craft Beer Day, Tampa Bay Beer Week, which we've got some stories on, and then, you know, basically St. Patty's Day, there's not a ton of beer news that usually comes out, so there's a lot of geek news that happened. There was there was a whole bunch of shit, so uh, we had Nintendo stuff, Sony Direct Play, we had a big Microsoft announcement today, some movie stuff, some Star Wars stuff, there's like eight different stories in the geek news section, so we're just going to power through this, but in anticipation of getting us to... Uh, St. Paddy's Day. We did pull a couple stories here that are basically rallying around how St. Paddy's Day looks in a COVID-19 environment. Because if you recall, this time last year, things were still kind of shaky and they weren't exactly like worked out. So there's some virtual concerts that we're going to go to or that we can go to. Uh, there's some some craft beer stuff in terms of Tampa Bay Beer Week that I wanted to get your opinion on, Ryan. But besides that, the craft beer section is a little bit light and that's just what it's going to be. But we, we fold the chalk in. We got... 39 minutes of, of geek news to talk through. So if you guys are ready, we'll move on to our next segment, which is, you know, craft beer. We'll get into it. I mean, we can wait five minutes or we could just dive right in. <laughs> We're not going to wait. We're just going to go right in. I guess those are the options, yeah. Never thought yeah, I mean, that. I thought it was a question. Like, yeah. how long do we wait? Do we dive in? <laughs> We're not We're not waiting at all. All right. COVID-19. It was rhetorical. We've got... We've got concerts online. We've got beer events in person. In fact, Chet and I were at a brewery, Crooked Thumb, on Saturday, and they were doing Girl Scout cookies and getting kind of ramped up for actual events again. And in event, in advance, or actually, I guess during, because it's technically, well, Craft Beer Week doesn't start. Tampa Bay Craft Beer Week doesn't start until. Um, no, I guess it starts the sixth. So technically, this is like well into it. But we were there on that Saturday, hanging out with um Chris from from um. JJ Taylor, actually, yeah, not six ten, Chris, but but okay. one of the guys. So Chris um, was was at Florida Craft Beer Day. Or, I'm sorry, Florida Craft Beer. Yeah, Florida Craft Beer Day. I think 2017. He was there when we were at the big brewery downtown. So um, it's a lot of fun, but it was good catching up with him. And he was like, "This is kind of like the one event that we we do to kick off." And there was what 20 or 30 people there. It wasn't crazy. They were selling Girl Scout cookies, and it was actually relatively like calm everybody had masks on it was it was pretty well well taken care of but nowhere near the population they would have had if it was florida craft you know beer week um 2019 18 17 going back you know when they started it so um the crazy thing is all right just just briefly run through these eight 80 breweries are running through tampa Bay beer week um it starts march 6th which was over the weekend and then and then through the 14th so we're, we're about midway through now um, typically, you know, these events will, will draw about a thousand people, but they're held on a much scale, smaller scale now. And that's fine. But like, if you, if you want to participate, there's some virtual events, there's some in-person ones. All we can say is, you know, go out to tampabeerweek.com and you'll find all the events they have there. And, and, and trust me, if you're anybody that lives, you know, locally and enjoys the craft beer scene, I highly encourage that you, you do check out, um, Tampa Bay Beer Week because, they are a good group of people, and we worked with them in the past, and we've we worked side and side with them for uh, Florida Craft Beer Day and other stuff like that as we move through you know our calendar year. But you know, last man, Ryan, any reflection on having uh, just a COVID beer week? Like it's kind of sad, just sad. Yeah, it's all sad. So what are these in-person events like? It's just small get-togethers outside at the local brew shops. Yeah, and that's what Chris, that's what Chris was telling us on Saturday is like they're going to be the same events. They're just smaller and they're more condensed and they're more you know closed off and they just don't expect the amount of volume they had. But like these Florida you know businesses are really looking forward to it and and coming from eighty breweries you know that are still going to participate in a small way. It's just a shame because they they make so much revenue off this every year and it's just it is really a shame. Um, that you know, we just can't celebrate the same way. Yeah, but I mean, look on the bright side. I mean, there's no one's gonna get like you know, no one's gonna have to pay for parking. No one's gonna have to sit in traffic or anything. I mean, everyone's gonna be able to to jam on in with, uh, or most people yeah. will be able to jam on in virtually. So that might be cool. The ones that do go virtual, I think that is you know that is kind of an interesting thing. But 
Um, but yeah, it's still tough because like these breweries, you know, they all, you know, they, they, their sustenance is like literally getting these people in for this week and just making the max, the max they can out of that, that week. So butts it's a shame, seats. but yep. butts and seats, butts and seats. Yeah. How do we turn this into a street festival next year? Hopefully COVID isn't around. That's how <laughs> a DJ and a food truck Everyone gets a vaccine and food trucks and DJ food truck. Stands. The DJ, DJ food, food truck. Fricka, fricka, fricka. Just, just the lazy season track, is but... how he gets you with your food. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. But it, it, the good news is, though, it's like not all of the pre-St. Patty's Day things. Honestly, like what, what Tampa Bay Craft Beer Week or Tampa Bay Beer Week is, is like a precursor up to the big celebration, which is owned by Guinness and some of the other you know big breweries and big you know distributors, which is St. Patrick's Day, which, which also is going to get diminished from this. But there are a few things, and we'll include links here in the description below, um, there's some live stream concerts. So some of them cost money. Um, like if you wanted to see Flogging Molly on March 17th, uh, 3 p.m. East Coast time. Uh, there's $20 tickets you can go to and um, you just go to floggingmollylive.com and a portion of those proceeds will actually donate to a local charity, which is cool. Now, we're not affiliated with this at all, but if you all want to check out, there, there's a couple different concerts that are taking place. So Flogging Molly was one. Um, I think... Um, the still locked down live stream event from Dropkick Murphys, which is cool, happening at 7 p.m. Um, and that is going to be, what day was that? I think it's also the 17th, so it's immediately after the uh, Flogging Molly concert. Those tickets are actually on dkmstream.com. And these will be um, down, down in the notes below as well. But um, it's a free stream to watch, so that's kind of cool. I, I love, because in 2009 I was in Ireland, and I caught a Dropkick Murphys concert under the city of Edinburgh in like the like down and dirty catacombs of like what used to be an old subway system. It was incredible. But uh, the, uh, the, the Dropkick Murphys are always a good show. So if that one's free at 7 on March 17th, I would definitely check that out if I could. Um, again, dkmstream.com. And then, um, let's see, there's a couple more. Grateful Dead's doing a, uh, well, at least the lead singer, Bob Weir, is doing one. Uh, he's doing a live concert at 9 p.m. on the 17th, and that's at bobweir.com. I think tickets to that are Bob, Deer, Bob Weir, and that's Bob net, not .com. <laughs> that's 20 bucks as well, uh, but that, that one's also going to be on the 17th. So uh, as a full concert lineup, just Google basically what's going on on St. Patrick's Day for live stream concerts because there's a lot nice. of them. Yeah, that would be fun. And, and I don't know, you know, I mean, again, I've seen a couple of these bands before, so having a live experience for 20 bucks, and I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know, probably. But I don't know. What are you guys looking forward to in terms of, um, you know, St. Patty's Day this year? It's going to be definitely different, but... I mean, the, the best St. Patty's they ever had is when I went to Chicago and hung out with Chet. Oh, God. <laughs> that was the best one. Yeah, I was there. We, we saw the Chicago St. Patrick's Day is a religious experience for that. <laughs> somebody, somebody swam across the channel. Like, he got arrested. They swam across the Chicago River. Yeah, uh, I remember which that. Which is illegal. Yeah, which is After totally illegal. After they died green. Yeah, horrible shit. Uh, but that's a lot of fun. I mean, it was a really good time. I just remember... If we you haven't seen the river dying, the river dying is the big tradition. You go, you see them die the river green, there's a parade, and then everyone starts drinking at 8 a.m. and drinks until they die. <laughs> 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 no, but uh, it's fun. There's dollar Miller Lite specials everywhere you go. Like uh, when you get at the wristband and then the day just kind of goes on from there. Yeah. And I do miss stuff like that because I just remember wandering around like in an increasingly drunk or stupor. You were just like, oh, I'm just going to pop into this bar and eventually... <laughs> the world's most crowded bar on every corner. <laughs> well, the one story... They were. The one story I remember is that we had this one bar. And I don't know what it was called, but it was literally at the, um, at the corner, like right before the street. Right before the street where you actually like get... So there was a bridge that went over the water. And it was like before the big circle parking garage, there was like a bar right there. And then you would literally keep walking across and there was a big bridge. And that's where the Green River was. And we were like at the closest bar that was to that thing. And it was just so cool to like pound a couple of pints of Guinness. We had some JMO. We had a couple of the... Car the, bombs. The car bombs, the drop-in shots. And then we just literally walked to the see the river, what, which was already green. But there was a dude... That we, I remember watching, he swam all the way across and then immediately got arrested. It was like news the next day. I don't know. I was tucking. He got grabbed by a rescue diver. And that uh, 
tends to cost the city a bit of money when they have to send the dive team after you to pull your ass out of the rivers. So. <laughs> yeah. The way, you, the way you made it sound is he was the rescue diver was underneath the water just waiting to grab ankles. No, no. <laughs> he got grabbed. No, they had a police boat driving up and down. Saw oh. someone in the water. Pulled the police boat around. Sent the guy in diving after him. Gotcha. <laughs> Which is why it costs the city so much, I'm guessing. <laughs> I mean, you'll have a lot that. of resources there. <laughs> I, I actually, what what day is St. Patty's Day this year? Wednesday. It, well, it's 17th. always on the 17th, so it's a Wednesday. I I might end up at like an Irish pub somewhere just for the sake of it, you know. So well, don't you always go? Don't you always go to O'Brien's? Either O'Brien's or or uh, Maloney's, whatever is. Closer oh yeah, O'Brien's, the great Steelers bar. Absolutely, the the greatest Steelers bar. Let me tell you that right now. Thank you. Chad. Now, how do you I know that, that as a Steelers bar? Yeah, I've been in there. <laughs> I have eyeballs. I open them. I look around. I said, "I'm in a Steelers bar. Let's grab a terrible towel and a bar stool. Let's go." That's right. Absolutely. I'll give you my. I'll give you one of my four terrible towels if you want to come with me next time, Chad. I swear. Right, I'm down. Now you're but, just bragging. I can't uh, wave a terrible either way, towel, though. Like, I think it's a day to be celebrated. Go out and do do what you want to do and uh, have a good time. Be safe, social distance, all that stuff, and always tip your bartenders. That's what I say. Yeah, see, I, um, I'll i actually be I'll be at uh, Sebring. That is the first day Sebring opens up the campground. or the, It's not really a campground. It's a racetrack. So I'll be, uh, I'll be sleeping in the back of my Prius and... Uh, and watching probably it's always sunny all the it, it's always sunny um st patrick's days are the best to watch on st patrick's day uh i recommend the one with the paddy wagon um just bring just bring a little bit of like guinness or some jmo and just have a good time there you go Dude, yeah, man. or you can come over to my new patio bar we can celebrate st patty's day he'll right in my back patio C- he'll be in sebring we yeah. talked about this i'll be in sebring saying. literally living out of my car for five days straight sorry so I'm will just, you be camping just, at a racetrack Yes. I was just inviting all of our listeners yeah. to my backdoor patio. So that's all. What's, your, what's your physical mailing address and how much did you make in your taxes last year? <laughs> Wait, me? Yeah. yeah, no, mine's turn seven of Sebring International Raceway for this event. When you go play the ponies, do you exit your Prius trunk in a sun hat? <laughs> Sometimes. It depends. With a mimosa in hand. I'll be exiting with an. You might be more of a time. camo guy, I think. I love how Donnie's just been keeping Chet all to himself this past like ten days. Jesus. <laughs> hey, you're welcome to take him. <laughs> Come on over. Also, welcome to link up for disc golf. <laughs> we have him playing some disc golf. What about but real golf? That brings us to our next segment. Geek news. Drink it on in. Send it on back. Boys, we got a lot of stories, and we got to get through them very quickly. We have about 27 minutes at this point to get through the rest of these, and we have a lot of stories. You guys ready for this? Rapid fire. Let's go. Well, that's and how I, that's a, I figured. I do have a Girl Scout cookie story to tell later, if I get time. Oh. Sounds like a doozy. <laughs> yeah, we're where we feel like it's appropriate, but, but yeah, Maybe we, have, we have a lot. And, and again, this is because, you know, we haven't had our This Week in Geek, and so everybody out there listening, obviously, is just fiending for some geek news, which is why we I have know. so much in this one. But, alright, I, I have navigated this to, to thread a line here that, that will take us all the way through the end of the episode. Where are we going to start? WandaVision. Boys, mm-hmm. what do you think? Just mm-hmm. give us some hot takes. Just if you had like a couple sentences that you could just say, hey, this is how I felt about the entire series. I've got some... We can just go around the horn. Go ahead, Ryan. Thank you. I'm so glad I raised my hand all yeah. like Waverly. <laughs> That's good. I've I, And I've talked about this with a bunch of other people. They all kind of stopped watching it after the first two or three episodes. I was like, dude, really? Like, why? Yeah. And there's, oh, I don't have the patience for it. I'm like, what else are you doing with your life right now? Like, wow. I don't see you posting pictures of yourself playing golf. Like, like the episodes anyway. are 22 minutes long. Just stop masturbating. It'd be fun. I mean, I didn't get that far. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, all the all the little nuances and things like what it's going to lead into—that's not me. That's you. That's that's lost man. That's Joe. But overall, Joe more than anybody else. But (laughs) well, still, all the little juicy nuggets of that show. But still, the way that everything just unfolds exactly like for me like i was blown away i did not see it coming i mean i you kind of get a little bit of a feel for you know okay maybe she's the 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 reason for it because she kind of like comes in and out of consciousness of 
being the the actress or the actor at that point to being herself and then you start to see everything unfold and i mean it really is just one person's like major pain that just creates this whole city universe whatever within within the story and i just thought that you know how how much pain was she in and to, to, to be able to, you know, bring back to life in her own way, vision, and then to have the kids. Are, are we talking spoilers here? Yeah, absolutely. Shows I think up. we okay. just yeah, did, considering Dude. I've only seen half. No, it's fine. <laughs> spoiler alert. Oh, spoiler <laughs> alert. Last spoiler You've only seen now. half, Wells? <laughs> yes, I've only seen half. I'm in purely out of well, then, my schedule. I mean, I'm, I'll I'm liking s- it. I'll skip a few parts, but now I don't know if I can say with conviction what <laughs> well, I want to say. Well, just put your headphones on mute. Nah, yeah, you already did. Go for it. It's, it's not going to – I'm not butthurt. Go for All it. Right. Turn your ears off. Well, just at the end of the last episode, I mean, I <laughs> personally felt – I mean, how hard is it to just take – okay, it's almost like she created this world with pain, and then though maybe there was like some finite closure in some fashion, like she still had to – like just say goodbye and it wasn't just one person this time that she was saying goodbye to it was the two littles you know what i mean yeah it was it was it was about grieving is what it was it was about grieving the whole the whole season was about grieving up until the last two episodes is when it really ramped up and you got little nit nitpicks and stuff yeah and laos this isn't a spoiler but like the um the commercials and stuff what what i thought were really interesting because the commercials they had like every three episodes, or maybe every two episodes, yeah. not every episode, but they had weird commercials, and they all correlated. Like one correlated directly with Ultron, one correlated directly with like Wanda and how she was created, or, or, or how she came to be. One created, you know, one was specifically about several were about Hydra. Like there's one about Hydra soap. There's one about Hydra like uh, paper towels that like didn't mop up all the blood. It was really crazy, but like. Those little tie-ins I really enjoyed. And then there's a vision, non-vision drama that I also really enjoyed. And I think that will come into play later on. So there's a lot of it that I love. But, yeah, Ryan, I agree with you. The, the, the last part of that is I believe the vision that we know also unlocks himself in a way. In, Correct. In in the other character that was introduced and i don't want to spoil yeah. that part for last no that's, that's that's a fair thing to say yeah i, I totally do I, I do agree and that and that character you know pisses off and we'll see what happens but i have a feeling it'll come back and it'll yeah. probably come back he in just the multiverse went, and he just yeah. went gone you know but she, I he think or she just left his yeah. consciousness is out there somewhere yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sorry it's to really be so vague Flying it's hard to have a craft beer white space podcast about geek news when like you have to like tiptoe around certain things that's okay that's okay because not everybody had listened to it but it is it is it so my my so to wrap it up in 30 seconds it's worth watching all the way to the end absolutely it it really is i I was not i was not it was not my favorite you know version of what they could do from the marvel cinematic tv universe or whatever but 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 when they got to the end i was like all right i get what this is doing it's basically setting up the future of the mcu because You've got to imagine up until this point, basically, we've closed the chapter with the snap and the snapping and the unsnapping and whatever else happened. So, or with Mark Wahlberg, you could say. I, mean, <laughs> I, I kind of like these little, you know, mini series though to kind of tell the story as yeah. opposed to it had to be different enough to be successful, and that's what it was. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yep. I think Marvel's found a new way to to make the storyline unfold without spending, you know. 12 years trying to unravel the story. Maybe they still will in some fashion, but like these short mini series, you know, eight, nine episodes long. I think that's creative in a whole different way. Keeps the fan base happy. You get your little hits every week, you know, and yeah, they're and it not gives just you releasing six or seven all the hours to unpack a story. Exactly. You get the whole story rather than like one and a half hours of, you know, just really ramping through. There's no way they could have told that story in a one and a half hour movie. There's no way. No, and, and the beauty is too that it, it sets up a, a larger, you know, uh, like I said, it sets up all the Doctor Strange stuff that that is going to happen yeah. for sure. Not directly, like you couldn't watch that and say, "Oh, I see the thread," but you can feel where it's going. But Lostman, from what you've seen, what do you think? 
I mean, I like it so far. It's been funny and it's been zany. It's been mainly the the sitcom. So, uh, so how far are you in? Four episodes? Three? You said? I want to say it's either three or four. I mean, we're 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 so, getting out of the sitcom for the first time. WandaVision, yeah, WandaVision. Well, you 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 won't for a while. It just transitions into different decades, but. Um, WandaVision is like I think nine or ten episodes, but the next one, which is Winter Fal- uh, Winter Soldier and Falcon, and they're only six episodes. That, so there's only going to be six of that one. Perfect. But it's going to be a very, very different show than what this was. So I wouldn't even put those on the same level. There's just going to be weird tie-ins that just again makes all this kind of mesh nicely. So I would look forward to that if I were you, Lost Man, and, and I look forward to it already. Mesh. Yes. And again, I think right. everybody that stopped watching it after like episodes one and two, they probably all just thought it was some weird, gimmicky, like old timey show. No, man, go through the whole episodes or all the episodes. Like, go through all nine. It's worth it. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, we got to get back on the quick bits here. So basically, the next thing is by the time we meet next time, right? By the time two we weeks. meet in two weeks from today, the Snyder cut of the Justice League will be out. I need to get some hot takes off of you guys off that one because there's some there's some hot news that comes after this story. But I want to understand, do you guys even know or are looking forward to or anything about this Zack Snyder Justice League movie that's four hours long? Anybody looking forward to that so at all? I, I, I saw some sort of trailer just, for it. Just now? No, like a couple days ago. But they've been talking about this since 2006. They've been promoting this for a <laughs> while just, now, but I mean, here's a it, hot take. I think you're going to be disappointed that you called it a hot take when you watch the same three-hour movie again with some different editing. <laughs> I don't know. I like so, Lord right, of the Rings. Because so, I was so, like, what is Ben Affleck doing again as Batman? Like, I'm thinking, where's the other guy? Shiny again. Dude. You know. Yeah. Again, like like this. So this movie, and he wasn't this... as bad of a Batman as I thought he was going to be. And we can go back to those podcasts because we covered it. Thought he was going to yeah. be terrible, but he was actually really good. But I thought it was going to be shiny guy. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Edward well, or whatever. The, the, the problem is that like, yeah, well, shiny, so shiny guy. So you're saying you're cross, you're you're crossing the <laughs> Twilight Averse into the Bat Batman Averse. Got it. Well, but he's in the new Batman Averse. Well, he's, he is the new Batman, the, but that's what I'm saying. The like, DC, how many Batmans but, can there be? The DC universe doesn't work on a linear timeline, unlike no, the doesn't. Marvel universe. That is one cohesive thing. The DC universe. This is so. This is basically Zack Snyder was the original director of of Justice League, and he took it in a direction that got immediately him fired like halfway through it and then Joss Whedon came in and, and actually finished the movie and so oh that's right so yeah. so Zack Snyder is releasing a four hour cut of Justice League with Flash and Wonder Woman Batman Superman Cyborg and a bunch of other people Aquaman. like 10 yeah Aquaman a bunch of other <laughs> folks that weren't in this one before and it's all unreleased footage or unused or new footage. So, like, I'm actually genuinely interested in watching this because it's a four-hour cut of a movie that we saw before with all different footage. It's like saying if somebody actually redid Return of the Jedi or, or, or like, any of the Skywalker story that nobody liked. And they're like, we're going to redo this movie. Okay. <laughs> this is that. For this DC. is what they call in Hollywood a do-over. Yeah, <laughs> it's 100 percent or a redo. That's the way DC works. They don't reboot anything, and the way that this movie ends after four fucking hours is a cliffhanger. And there's ah. no sequel coming. There is no sequel. On there's no, nothing has been recorded. There is no sequel coming, and this <laughs> ends on a cliffhanger. I'm good people with it. I'm like, call, that makes me want to watch it clip. more. I can't believe it. I was like, what? People will call for the sequel once they see it, I'm sure. They that's call how, for th- That's how they do it. They plant the seeds in our brain because we all get on social media and they're like, ah, I want to see the end, the next. Right. Just Google, just Google the hashtag release the Snyder Cut. That's exactly what happened when this movie came out. They wanted this because he was very public about I had a vision for this movie, and they didn't. Warner Brothers and DC did not let me do this, and so they said, "Release the Snyder Cut, release the Snyder Cut," and then eventually they they let him have it, and so he went back to the studio after four years that it's been out, and they were like, "Yeah, you can go ahead and release the movie you wanted to, but you got to shoot your own new footage, CGI it, do whatever, get the guys back in the studio." It's 
freaking crazy, but it is totally different, and there are brand new characters that were never in the original movie. So it's either going to be a shit show, which I'm about, I'm all about that, or it will be awesome, and I'm about that too, or it's going to be shitty, and I'll also support that, because the guy just want to see it now. <laughs> They're calling it an entirely new thing. Meaning they spent $20 million to remake this. But 70. They spent $70 million to remake $70 this. million? Dollars. To remake. To, 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 they gave Josh. So Is it worth $70 million to polish a turd? <laughs> I'm not sure. Depends on the polish. Well, at least we'll get to see his vision of the turd. And that's that's what Good I'm point. most excited about. That's what I'm most excited Because Josh Whedon's a uh, womanizing son of a bitch, and I don't like him very much. But he, he like, what, what Zack Snyder did for this, I just want to see it. I just have to see it. We've been talking about it since it came out in 2017, which is crazy. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it just blows my mind that you can do this. But I guess... So it's pre... Uh, all right, we don't have time. When's it coming it's out? It's pre-mustache. This, Superman had a mustache. They paid $300 million just to Photoshop out <laughs> to make this movie happen. When it, so when that's it, all gone. It <laughs> when is it coming out? In 10 days. It's coming out in the... Uh, not 10 days. But March 18th, HBO Max. March 18th, yeah. yeah Thanks, March HBO. 18th. All right, so who, who all Next here weekend. has an HBO Max... Uh, no one. And that's not... No one does that you can share. You have to get your own and then cancel it immediately after that. We're going to move on to the next door. Hey, I'm down to try a seven-day free seven trial. seven-day free trial can start on Monday. Thanks. <laughs> I'll create a whole new Gmail account. It's okay. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <laughs> Keep but them before, trials coming, baby. Keep them trials before, coming. Before we, move on to, uh, before we move on from fictitious stories, rebuilt franchises, and other geek news, Lausman, you got a few minutes in ARC, and if you can just explain to the kids... Here, this was on the notes so that you can just clue us into what's happening. Are you enjoying your experience so far? And I know that, Ryan, you were trying to get into it, but boys and girls that may not know, ARK is a video game that's been out also for five years, which is why we, we included this segment of the story. <laughs> but our buddy Joe from This Week in Geek built a server, and we've all been living in it now for a little bit. You got to spend um, a couple hours with Joe in the server. Can you just give us a 30-second recap on that? Uh, run. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the video from YouTube all... that we put on our, our Craft Brews and Geek News YouTube channel, run. you should all Google it and check it out because it, it is good and just that. But yeah, yeah, just run, run. And if you're not yeah. running fast enough, then you, you just got to be running faster than the slower guy, and then he'll die. Or not, actually. It doesn't even work like that sometimes. Sometimes the guy in the front gets taken out. But basically, just run, and you're not going to make it. And I made it one day, which is great. Uh, and then immediately, like, I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. And then immediately got, our little group got jumped and yeah, we were just, just, just destroyed. So run, know somebody who plays it before you and better than you and rely on him a lot, uh, except for directions. Yeah. Cause Joe really screwed the pooch on that one. He sent us like three clicks south and he goes, oh, you're really going to hate me, but we're on the wrong side of the map. I was like, what? This has even happened. This has been terrifying his whole way. And you're telling me you gotta go backwards through it? And he's like, Yeah, I'm sorry, dude. But is it like a zombie thing? Well, Ryan, yeah, let me explain it to you. Because I, I was I showed Chad a little bit while we were just while I was gaming on it. And basically the way it goes is like it's it's you, it's a survival game, but you start off like in dinosaur times. And there's like these these weird relics and stuff that are kind of plopped around the map, and you can you start from zero. And your character builds up and builds up and builds up until you start making like a wood stick with a stone on the end. And then you eventually move up to like an, an Uzi in an AK-47. It's like Age of Empires, but like on speed. And it's a little more like first person. So you're like much more scared because you just get dropped into an environment with dinosaurs. And everything in the environment uh... can kill you. I went into the water for a second got a killed immediately by a Megalodon shark. That doesn't happen in most games. But it's bizarre because like... You can build up your character to where you can have like full sets of like full, you know, like coat of arms and like weird shit and, and again, fully automatic rifles and stuff after you've been, you know, playing for a few hours. But it all builds on itself and it's like a never ending environment. So it's really a cool experience. But I know the game's five years old, but we're, they're getting, we're getting what, an arc two next year, 2022. And then, um, yeah, we'll be playing up until then just to just to get good at it. So um, I encourage anybody out there to, to try it out. 
Arc, it's ARK. It's on all the consoles. It's on PC, and it looks beautiful on PC. The consoles, I'm, I'm pretty sure they'll get upscaled eventually for PS5 and Xbox X and that kind of stuff. But it's just a cool game. But I just wanted to include that just because we're, we're talking about Geek News now, and Laos, you're the newest player to it. I don't yeah. think anybody else from our clique of friends have like really tried it, but it is, it is intense. Oh. It's a lot. Yeah, I almost got killed on the it's beach. Minecraft crafting plus dinosaur crab. survival. It's, it's mud crabs. Fun. It's Minecraft. It's dinosaurs. Everything wants to kill you. It's dangerous. It is. Um, it is a fun game. So Ryan, we'll we'll get you there eventually. But I highly suggest you get it for PC because it will scale with your machine. And man, it looks good on my shitty little laptop. And so I couldn't imagine like on a nice PC. So yeah, yep. definitely something like like looking forward to. If you, if you like dinos, that's it. <laughs> but doesn't? speaking about video games. Speaking about video games, we've got a story here. This dropped today, boys. Did you see the article from The Verge where Microsoft bought Bethesda for $7.5 billion? That is two point, well, about $2 billion more than Star Wars cost. Ooh. That's nuts. And Star Wars netted a return in less than two years. The, the, the first Star Wars movie that came out after Disney bought them made $5.5 billion, I think, something like that, which is what it costs to buy Star Wars from George Lucas. So, like... $7.5 billion for Xbox to spend on Bethesda. Now, at first glance, you would assume that they're just trying to get Skyrim, Elder Scrolls, everything else that Doom. Bethesda makes. Let's not yeah. forget Doom. They're, they're trying to get all of it, but, but what I've read from this article on The Verge is that their exclusive titles aren't exactly the bread and butter of what they're going for. They have 15 million subscribers to Game Pass. Y'all understand what that means at $10 a pop? You can do the math. It's really Money. easy. I'm not doing the math. I'm sorry. I'm just not going to go for that. $150 million annually, current state. Now, their goals are to get to $30 million, $50 million, $60 million, And that doesn't, include, that doesn't include the Premier Access or the pre stuff or whatever else that you want to get like that they can offer. They're... Microsoft is building a subscription service that is going to dominate video games in the next five, eight, four years from now. It will be the thing that makes you buy an Xbox over a PlayStation, and that is exactly what this article kind of is going for. Did you guys get a chance to check this out? I did. It sounds like they're actually going to do Skyrim stuff. <laughs> like they're going to make it <laughs> like an empire and all that from, from your build-up. Yeah. Well, if you think about it, like Skyrim is just like the, it's the pinnacle of the next thing, right? Because they had, um, what was the first one? Well, not the one that you liked a lot. Elder Scrolls? Elder Scrolls, and you can go in there and steal everybody's pots and pans. What is that one called? I mean, you put buckets on people's heads. <laughs> uh, it was Elder Scrolls. It was Same. Oblivion. What's the second one? Oblivion. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then they had a third one. They had, Skyrim was technically the fifth one, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, we're not we're not a, a, a Bethesda podcast, but but yeah, but yeah it, it is it is insane for seven point five billion. That is a lot of money for one game studio. That's a lot. Yeah, I'd take an arrow and a knee for that. All you uh, Skyrim <laughs> people out there, look at it. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of monies. I don't know. I don't know if the returns. It's a lot there. of monies. That's pretty cool, though. Well. But see, what the point—the point of this purchase is what they—at least what this article from The Verge said was that like it wasn't about exclusivity. It's about like having all these like triple A huge titles released at day one for Game Pass subscribers. Because just like the Disney Plus method, where they they anticipated having sixty million subscribers, you know, in the first year. Wow, that's great. We're Disney. We can do whatever. And they had one hundred and twenty million, right? Like it's nuts how much that can compound on itself. And so. By Microsoft picking up studios, like if you think about it, their games aren't exclusive. If you have a PC, an Xbox, an Xbox S, an Xbox XS, or whatever it's called, an just older one, I'm those. not sure, but like, well, you could also just play Xbox games now on your phone if you have the X Pass game, whatever that's called, X Force, something like that. Doesn't sound right. All I'm trying to say is that Microsoft and, and like Windows and the Xbox like system, X Cloud. They're trying to acquire all these things so they can position themselves as like the must-have platform, regardless of how you play. So if you're a PC gamer, if you're a console gamer, we got you. That's why I think their angle is, and that's what this article kind of sums up. 
because it is it is pretty intense. They're and ambitious. Their 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 motive. So no, that's gonna be it's interesting. It's all going to see. for subscription titles, right? What do you say? It's all going for subscription titles, right? Yeah, absolutely. No more Doom on my PlayStation, but I'll have to subscribe to a service to play Doom again. Yeah, but see, by them purchasing that, the service you have to subscribe to, subscribe to is going to be Game Pass, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's the only way you'll have another Xbox or a Doom title or a Bethesda title is to have Game Pass. It'll be available on day one. And it's only $8 a month, not $60 a game, right? Mm-hmm. So you can get all the Dooms and all the Bethesda titles for $8 a month. I can get the Doom that I had on my Nokia brick because that terrified me. You could. It was you could. really terrifying. The only terrifying cell phone game ever. I fell out of a chair one time. <laughs> but but think about it. So when now Microsoft owns Bethesda, but like and also on the Oculus Quest, we have like the Doom franchise that is being there and being ported. But if Microsoft owns Bethesda and Bethesda owns Doom, technically the Microsoft VR would have the next Doom, right? Like the Microsoft would have the next big title if it's a half-life alex or something else that's valve and that would be on the valve platform not on theirs but like that's some crazy shit because like they bethesda is a big enough studio where not only could they put out elder scrolls 6 they could also put out a vr version of skyrim or whatever else they want to again just specifically for whatever microsoft's ar vr platform is which isn't even out yet which is crazy so I think they're really positioning, Microsoft's really positioning themselves to be like the end-all, be-all, no matter what system you have, everybody has a PC, and everybody will have Game Pass. And if that happens, they'll make enough money. I think the, what is the, in this article I included, it was, um, let's see, $10, yeah, so $10 of this. So if, if Microsoft could double its Game Pass revenue at 30 million subscribers, they'd be doing well. At 50 million, they will generate more than 6 billion a year. Just off the basic subscription level. And that's enough to cover what they just purchased this one year with Bethesda. Like, that's crazy. That's a lot that's of nuts. VR so. buckets and pans on people's heads, if I'm honest. <laughs> well, the, yeah, and the VR part of it is like probably a far-fetched dream because it's not going to, you know, obviously we would have known about a VR application or device coming from microsoft now this wasn't tied into that at all but but what i see is two three years from now you're you're gonna see something come out because bethesda can do it and they've they've ported skyrim to every single goddamn thing there is in existence and odds are again with microsoft not needing to have everything exclusive it, it will probably port to Oculus and every other thing that pops up between now and then because that's what Skyrim is and I've bought it myself six times. <laughs> so, <laughs> what about a VR dongle that's an actual pot that you can hold in your living room and just put it continue just put on your head? Yeah. <laughs> now we're talking, man. No more dragons for you. Very well could be a thing. I'm not going to I'm not going to lie. That very well could be a thing. So, it's pretty great. But Talking about profits going sky high. Did you guys see that rocket ship that landed and immediately exploded? <laughs> yeah. The really SpaceX expensive bottle rocket. Falcon 10 I mean, or whatever it's called. Starship 10. Starship. It's bound to happen every now and then, right? I mean, I mean, it's happened every single time. This is the only one that actually landed. They all look like pretty well, challenging Well, that means they're one landings. step closer. Let's give them a break once in a while. They're one step closer <laughs> to make it actually like safe. Very true. One step closer. But those things them. are intended to hold people. A lot of people. Wait, I don't wait. want to be the first guy up there. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I, I, did yeah. See, I did see an interesting article. I, I didn't get the information on it. I'll keep it brief. But I don't know if this is fake or not. But I saw that at the crash site, because it is not uh, suitable for people to be walking around, you know, poking and prodding at things. That they had released some of their their little robot dogs. I don't I don't know if you guys saw it. I don't know if this was legitimate, but it, there was SpaceX footage. dogs. Yeah, well, it you know the 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 basically the robotic dogs that are yeah, you know, it's like a junkyard with robotic dogs that SpaceX owns. And well, employs. it's not safe for people to be out and about by like unexploded rocket fuel and stuff like that. So there is sure. there is footage. They just cut these little guys loose and they just let them. 
They just let him walk around and try and figure out a new environment. But again, I don't know if it was a hoax. I don't know anything. I saw a few videos on Twitter that really looked convincing of just these little robot dogs just kind of walking around. And it was their... It was the weird... Uh... Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, didn't SpaceX obtain the um, Boston Dynamics or whatever it was called? Somebody bought Boston Dynamics. Is it Boston Dynamics? Those scary robot dogs that you, that can you can kick, kick over, over and they come <laughs> yeah. back at you. That's what those are. I'm not talking about the crappy ones from Radio Shack or Brookstone or whatever the hell those were. Nah, that's fake. That's fake. Is that fake? That's, def- that's definitely fake because the, f- the first couple of robot dogs were fake. Boston Dynamics, yeah, it's, it's fake. Well, you put a flag in the ground. Is it fake or not fake? Right now mm-hmm. on air. Yeah, it's... Yeah. No, you know what? I like it. Go for it. It's real. <laughs> Give us a confidence scale, please. I am uh, saying the Donnie seal of approval, it is fake right now. Those are not... Those doggies weren't just roaming around, looking around <laughs> at stuff. They're fake. It's fake. It's, a, it's an AR app you can put on your phone right now. Did not happen. Who's next? They'll be real by 2023, though. Okay, that's right. Words, calling it here. <laughs> what month? It doesn't matter what month. Uh, <laughs> March 2023. Go back and listen to this podcast. I'll have some Tesla stock by then. Yes. Get some SpaceX. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Starlink. You'll need some other stock. I'll Come be on. riding my Dogecoin directly to the moon by then. So. <laughs> All right. You can ping me up there. Pick me up the moon. With a robot. You have to rely on this, the SpaceX, SpaceX Starlink. Sorry, I'll come back down and 17. land in the rocket safely, and then hop out. Ryan, thoughts? Hmm. So many. Are the doggies real or fake? I didn't see the video. I can't. I can't judge. I need your opinion right it, now. It's. It sounds. Uh, far-fetched but all right so me and ryan are on team fake laos and chet team real no i'm like, saying it's fake they, now can they, but in can they, by 2023 in march can they smell be real can they sniff is that what they do they do they look robot? i mean i've seen stuff on the internet like it's not, not everything asking. you see on the internet is by real. drinking rocket fuel <laughs> wow. as do i <laughs> all right well eight percent or higher right last man Speaking of of looking to the stars, since I am the Segway King of tomorrow, uh, we're going to wrap this thing up with a little bit of of rumors that we we also saw that there's there's some heavy Obi-Wan on the Endor series um, coming out of the Star Wars MCU, MCU, the Star Wars Universe, or if you will, (laughs) whatever it's called. I'm not sure what they're calling it, but, but... not the MC uh, universe. No, it's not the MC Star Wars universe. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, but there were the some Mc- blendings between the two. Th- like I saw some stuff on the internet. Uh, again, nothing's real. The <laughs> mixed Star real, Wars. It's yeah. called Star Wars MCU Legends. They were like drawing <laughs> conclusions from WandaVision to like, yeah. you know, Luke Skywalker Star Wars Visions coming back. of the Future Legends. <laughs> Visions of Future Past. Well, it's, we've been here before. I don't it's understand. All just, it's all just going... Yeah, one day they'll they'll do a movie that leads the uh, Marvel universe into the Star Wars universe. It'll all just make sense at that point. Well, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff that I've seen happen, but so far, like Obi Wan starring in or not starring, but having reoccurring role in the Andor series. Which, if you're not familiar with with Andor, it's Cassian Andor. So he's the he's Andor. It's basically his, his last name, and that's he's the guy that that basically set up uh, Rogue One, the the movie, which was fantastic, and by by all means. In the most recent Star Wars movies, one of my all-time favorites because it just made sense and it was intriguing and the story was good and the the plotline was good and plus you got that sick-ass Vader scene where he's just nailing bros and just killing people throughout that hallway. It was so good. So that was a, a nailing bros is a very good way to describe what he was <laughs> Did you not see? He threw a dude to the roof, literally stuck him there, killed a bunch of guys, hitting them to the ceiling and then sawing them in half is more accurate, but. Well, we'll take Neil Bros for a thousand. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yes, it was a very good, very good uh, movie that I enjoyed of the recent Star Wars ones, and I feel like that one stands alone as itself. That that could just be a piece. I would love to see more in that vein. I think that Obi Wan Kenobi in the Andor series makes good sense. It meets the timeline. It's just before, um, you know, uh, uh, in a New Hope, which which is interesting because they would have to age up. 
you know, you McGregor to get him to look like uh, old Obi-Wan before, you know, A New Hope actually took place. So, I don't know, man. I, I'm all for it. I just think it's going to be a stretch. There's going to be a lot of CGI in there, but I think it will be a really good uh, view of what Obi-Wan's been doing, you know, for the last 30 years as he creepily watches a kid grow up. I was about to say, on the positive too, the... he has been aging up in real life, so it's true. Yeah, I was gonna say they should just go to the library and get like an old grandpa, <laughs> like a young. They grandpa. could, but that the old grandpa won't look like yeah. Alan Guinness. Like you can age up Ewan McGregor to look like Alan Guinness. I've seen it happen. People, kids on the internet have done it already. So obviously, the wizards at Disney could do yeah, it. Yeah, we all tried the Russian face app for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> What would I look like if I was an 80-year-old me playing Obi-Wan Kenobi? All they want is all of my contact information and last four digits of my social security number, no problem. Something like that. But yeah, I do think I do think that it would be it, it will make sense to have Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Andor movie because it could be it could be 20 years before, right? It could be 20 years before they get the Death Star plans and 20 years before, I mean Cassian Endor could could have been he could be looking that way for the last thirty years. Like they you know, he's he's doing all right. He seemed to be doing all right at least, so we'll see. But I don't want to be racist about it, but you guys tell me how far off I am. Mr. Obi Wan. Help me, Mr. Obi Wan. He's not Tom Holland. He's not he's not no, he's not a child or a child locked in a child's body. <laughs> but that movie's coming out too. Uncharted, I'm so excited for it. Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay, uh, weird shout well, out we to Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, are we, you guys, you, you good? We can wrap it up. I, I felt like I talked this entire episode, but, um, you know, that's what happens sometimes. I mean, depends. We can wrap it up if you're done flapping that yapper of yours. We still have, like, the only thing I have to share, because Donnie said something about Girl Scout cookies, but that's really, like, an uninteresting topic at this point. Like, Well, we did we did buy some Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> they, they, like, they're actually, yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. They make them smaller now, which is weird. These <laughs> local made... Girl Scouts are trap stars, by the way. They sit outside <laughs> breweries and dispensaries. Those are the two places they go. They have <laughs> well, beer that's... munchies or munchy munchies, and they'll sell so they're. They're they're done with pop uh, Publix now. They're just outside breweries, and yeah, dispensaries yeah. now. Okay, well, I'm gonna share my quick story because I bought Girl Scout cookies from a friend, a chorus friend. You know, my younger daughter. Uh, her friend sells girl. Her, her friend sells Girl Scout cookies. So I was like, all right, send me the link. So her mom sends me the link. Ten days goes by. I'm like, hey, I look on the tracking. Where's my cookies? All right. So. She's like, well, let me find out. And she's like, well, it looks like there's some kind of delay. I was like, yeah, it's been like 10 days. I leave. That was at 5 o'clock on like a Monday or, t- or no, on a Tuesday last week. And on a Tuesday, I leave my house. I back out of my driveway and I hear something. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, what, the, what the hell was that? So I drive down the street and I look. There's, there's a some, box. Some... There's, there's some Samoa stuck to your truck tire. <laughs> there, there, there's a box sitting in the middle of my driveway. I was like, oh, no. Are <laughs> you like, I hope I dosy don't roll those over? <laughs> <laughs> I back my truck up. I get out. I look. I turn it to the side. All I see is purple. I'm like, I know what that uh, is. Four boxes. Four boxes four. of Samoas. Four. Not one, you- not two, not three. Four boxes. That's a king's ransom these days, and the quantities they give you now. You're you're not wrong. All <laughs> I bet you was, smashed. Girl Scout cookies bits. are the new air pocket in the bag of chips. <laughs> like, where's the rest? What happened to all of these? <laughs> like, I bet you wish you had some more. <laughs> I, 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 that was a stretch, but we'll that take was, it. That was that was kind of like my hashtag. Like, I need Samoa. <laughs> like. <laughs> If you have a dealer within a five-mile radius, hit me up. (laughs) I'm supposed to be getting more boxes soon, but it it broke my damn heart seeing all those Samoa cookies just going (sighs) to waste. I told you, crush them up, make a beer out of them. I still have the box. I'm like, it's it's got tread tread marks on it now. I I sprinkle that over some yogurt. Don't crush up the box. Make a beer out of it. It takes me a long time to get over things, and I'm not over that yet. What so. are you talking about? You ran them over immediately. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you didn't even notice, you asshole. 
<laughs> well, who puts the fucking delivery package right, b- right behind the goddamn garage well, door? Who doesn't have a front door? You. Oh, I mean, I do, but there's a garage door in front of it. <laughs> so it's kind of not really a front door, is it? No. Could we affix some sort of box that the Girl Scout cookies are deposited into? I mean, I might have to make my own mailbox. You could you say, would, like, okay, yeah. Amazon just put here. Like, also here, Girl Scout cookies if you show four, up. Four Girl Scout cookies <laughs> only. Amazon guy right here. Also, They literally redesign them so that they're this big. They're like, this is how many cookies you get. You get 12 cookies. They fit in this box this way. They cost the same. They look like this, but they're only this yeah. many. There's only six cookies in here. The That's slogan the is called, problem. there's eight I mean, now, stupid. When I got in my truck, I was not expecting to put the garage door up afterwards and then run over all of my cookies. Let me just say that right there. I, You know what, Donnie? I will send you a picture. You can post it with this podcast just to make sure people stay tuned to the very end to hear this sound or this 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 part. Those of you that don't have a, gar- a front door and only have a garage, please heed this warning. <laughs> Do Tell not run over your cookie man to drop yeah. them off somewhere else. Tell your cookie man to drop them off somewhere else. Elsewhere. <laughs> not in the middle of your garage, I swear. That happens uh. again. I'm raising hell. I kind of want to buy a bunch of cookies and hide them behind your truck so you think it happens again with a replacement <laughs> shipment. Because <laughs> I think oh, that'd no. be great for replayability. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cut up a thin mint I mean- box and put it on your backup camera so you just see it every time you're backing up. <laughs> <laughs> so you, 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 we've all seen movies where like there's a scene where they're just like in the middle of the road where they're just like, no, yeah. crying in that, the rain on your hands and knees. That was me without the rain. Yeah, it was tears, but that was me. You just shower yourself in broken thin mints. <laughs> the yeah. rain was shards of coconut and chocolate ah, and caramel. Ah. <laughs> just the platoon all right. pose. All right. I'm really happy I got that Samoa. Girl Scout cookie plug in there. Like We're all it. happy you did too. And if you have any I won't rest until you get those cookies back, alright? Hang in there, bud. <laughs> Help is on the way. And this episode's brought to you by betterhelp.com. My, my, there's no tracking update on the replacement cookies, so it's uh it's really a gambit at this point. Might, well the same when, thing might happen. I don't know. Sounds like, what, when you find them. Go ahead, Loss. I was gonna say sounds like Chet's gonna tag along for the end of the story. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Hey, Well, I'm ready to put a thin mint crust on the <laughs> I'm ready to put this mark down and get some more beer. Get some I'm, beer. I'm out. Yeah, I need Samoa. We need Samoa as well. Well, boys, this has been a great episode. Thank you all for joining. <laughs> Where can the good kids find you, Mr. Rye Guy? You can find me running over my Girl Scout cookies in the middle of my own front Follow door. the trail of Thin Mints and <laughs> follow Samoas. The trail, follow the trail of all the mm. Samoas and coconut. Mint and coconut? I know what this asshole's up to. <laughs> and that Rye Guy. Rye underscore guy 813. I always mess that up. because As long as you know it, because no one else does. That's right. Yep. And on the Craft Brews and Fantasy News uh, podcast, where we're Not talking the about name. all... Wait, what? Craft Go ahead. Brews, fantasy you call brews. it Fantasy Brews. That's what you've always called it. I don't know what Craft Fantasy Brews fantasy and Craft sports News guy is. Here, and we know? have another name coming, but that's to be, you know... I can't at a wait. Later wait till next football season. <laughs> yeah. Either way, you can find me on the Craft Brews and uh, Geek News Facebook page where we're always posting juicy nuggets of pulp culture and pulp culture. <laughs> Samoas. <laughs> and Samoas. <laughs> and Samoa News. <laughs> it's, it's my news. Master, Mr. Mouse, Master Lossman, where can Master we find you? <laughs> I can be found on Twitter and then I'm probably going to start this is groundbreaking. I might start doing a little TikTok. I don't know what we're going to say. Oh, into the talks, huh? Yeah. I don't Got know. It's actually really fun. on our hands here. It's really fun. If you need some tips, I can ask my daughter. Hey, if you she, want to choreograph a dance, don't let me know. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking about doing some dash cam footage from my drive into work and back. I thought that oh, that'll be exciting. Do it. Yeah, so I see enough interesting stuff on I-4, and so I was like, you know what? This might be a thing. So We'll see. More to come on that. All right, last man. I but will they can't find me where, you said? I'm sorry. 
I said on Twitter at Mr. Lost Man, and then same for okay, TikTok. Okay. But I've not started posting. No, yet. you're good. Yep. No, and everything else is going to be on the Craftology Radio. Um, that's Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. So please do check us out there. Like we mentioned at the top of the show, we had a new um, video come out. Not new, but like I guess last week came out. It was. I, I thought it was pretty funny. It was about the Ark, you know, must die cam because like you die all the time. So if you haven't heard of Ark and you're at all interested in what that game might be, I do suggest check it out. It's a lot of fun. Um, we'll do more videos there. We we'll probably do one one a week, one every other week. It's it's pretty hit or miss, but um, we're having a good time with it, and we do encourage folks to get out there. We'll do more Twitch streaming and stuff like that as well. But as Ryan mentioned, you could always hit us up on the Facebook group, Craft Brews and Geek News. Um, 150 members there. We have a great time with it. We're really enjoying it. And if you want to have some good, honest conversation without people kind of dogging you and being a shithead on the internet, it's a good place to go. But hell um, yeah, Mr. Chet, where can we find you? Uh, it's going to be at Cheddar Bob on the Grom. So it's at Cheddar underscore Bob. <laughs> I don't post any dash cam videos from my Prius, but every Wednesday I do take a 12 pack of a new beer. I drink them all and then post the review within an hour. So check it out. <laughs> what? You don't do that? You don't, you don't how do you that. review beers? You don't do that. You drink 12 beers. You give a heartfelt response about it. You smoke a couple cigarettes. Talk about the beer some more. There's at least 20 story videos that go into each one. Because okay. you've had 12. So. All right. And that's what you do every Wednesday. Every Wednesday on the Gram, check it out. It's at Cheddar underscore Bob. On the Gram or the Grom? The Grom. On the Gram. The Gram. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> on the Gram. It's on the Gram. So yeah. check Chet out on the check. Chet, check out. Uh, I can't say that. Check, 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 check out. Check, check out my out on the Grom every <laughs> Wednesday. That's a slight eye with a slight wink. You can't see it there on the audiogram, but um, on right, the audiogram. Well, as we. We, we close out, as you guys, everybody everybody here knows, that we close out every episode with a short snippet and a one-liner from someone here on the show. And this week's one-liner that's going to close us out, which we do on every single episode, is going to be Chet. How do we say goodbye to the good kids on every episode, Mr. Chet? Well, uh, for this episode, I'm going to go shout-outs to all my Diamond Hand brothers, all the smooth-brained apes out there that held on to their GameStop a little bit longer than they should. Congratulations. We all did it. We don't know what we're doing, but we did it. We're here now. It's worth something. Why? We don't know. Money isn't real. Nothing is real. All right. All right. Good job, everybody. We'll see you I'm, next I'm time. I'm fucking inspired by that. I yep. really am. It is inspired. It is. And that is it. Inspired to grab Stop a Stop the recordings. <laughs> You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.